Those were the voter turnout rates for Washington University students in the 2016 and 2018 elections, respectively. While these numbers may have been a couple percentage points higher than the national averages for college students in those years, just above average isn't enough for many students who work to break WashU voter engagement records this fall. I'm multimedia editor Jaden Satinstein, and you're listening to Editor's Note, Student Life's weekly podcast breaking down our biggest stories with the reporters and editors that covered them. Even with the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic, members of WashU Vote set an ambitious goal. The student group, which is part of the Gephardt Institute for Civic and Community Engagement, strive to reach 62.5% voter turnout this year. While we don't know the final number yet, I talked to Associate Editor Junior Matthew Friedman and Managing Editor Senior Kaya Vaughn to further break down voter engagement at WashU. This interview was recorded the evening of Thursday, November 5th, as multiple states had yet to call their winner in the presidential race. First off, Kaya, you oversee Forum, Student Life's opinion section. What had been the general feeling within the student body leading up to Election Day? This election quite obviously has a lot more weight surrounding it than a lot of elections that we witnessed in our lifetimes thus far. Um, So people are very concerned. I feel like a lot of the content we've had has reflected that um, a lot of the times people, students are trying to take into account the mental health aspect behind it. Um, So we've had a lot of op-eds and a lot of articles calling on professors to cancel classes for the day um, or the day after um, the election, which we now know has, you know, gone on. I think along those same lines, too, we saw, in addition to the stress, a lot of excitement uh, on campus regarding the election. I talked to Lindsay Gassman, who's a voter engagement fellow at the Gephardt Institute, and she talked about how there was a lot more uh, proactive decision making from students this year when it came to voting in the election and becoming involved on campaigns, things like that. Um, she said that there were students first years over the summer who were emailing her to ask how they could register to vote and that in general people seem to uh, really want to be engaged with the democratic process and make sure that that their vote counted, that their voice was heard. Matthew, going off of that, could you expand on some of the the get-out-the-vote efforts that have occurred on campus this semester? I talked to Betsy Sinclair. She's a professor of political science at WashU. She talked about how it's important to uh, make voting, uh, the whole process, really feel celebratory. So it's not just that this is something you have to do, but it's something you get to do. Um, so in the past, Gephardt has done a lot of voter registration drives. They've had lots of tabling at the dock and things like that. Uh, my understanding, based on talking to Otto Brown, who is the outreach chair for WashU Votes, is that they still were able to do some of that in-person tabling and things like that, um, but that a lot of it was about social media and generating enthusiasm around voting and registration online. Uh, they signed up over 2,500 students uh, between August and October um, through, through an online site called TurboVotes. That was the, the third highest mark of any school in the country uh, after only the University of Chicago and Stanford University. So I think that um, they were pretty optimistic and they were excited about the fact that they were able to register that many people um, by the social media outreach campaigns and getting all this enthusiasm around voting. That's interesting to hear, Matthew, since your recent news piece on voter turnout highlighted some seemingly low numbers from the past few elections. It actually reminded me of a news piece that ran in October, which quotes a few students arguing 
that their peers at WashU often don't show up for protests and other forms of activism and civic engagement. Do either of you have any thoughts on why voter engagement hasn't been all that high at WashU in the past? Well, I think that one thing I want to point out, even though the numbers seem pretty low, uh, it was 42% in the 2018 midterms and just over half of students voted, eligible students that is, in, in 2016, those numbers are fairly high actually for colleges, college students overall. Um, so even though they seem pretty low, just generally compared to tur turnout broadly for the population, uh, WashU compared to most colleges has done a good job. I will agree with that too, in terms of the sense that I feel like the university has um, collectively tried to do more to motivate students to go out um, and vote. I think everyone kind of recognizes the magnitude of this election right now. Um, students included. And I think we're kind of at the intersection of all of these things that have, you know, gone on this year. This has been a big year for activism. Like I mentioned earlier, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> um, so there's been a whole lot of things I feel like that have come to the surface this year um, that have really kind of emphasized the value behind voting. And I feel like with, you know, some of the university's efforts to make voting more accessible to students, it has led to an ease of access for students to go vote. I think also along those lines, Kaya, um, it'll be really interesting for me. I'm curious to see how students stay involved in activism after the election's over. Right now, they haven't, it's five o'clock on Thursday, they haven't called any election for Biden yet. Uh, but there's a sense that he's probably going to be the next president. So I think it's going to be really fascinating to watch and see whether there is still this groundswell of support for activism. And, and like you asked about, Jaden, people, are they going to stay holding their elected officials accountable? Are they going to stay in the streets or are they going to go back to brunch, as I think people have uh, used as a cliche? And I, I think that that's one thing to watch for is uh, how, how do students react to a Biden presidency? Do they, do they work to hold the administration accountable or is there kind of a return to some sort of perceived normalcy now that Donald Trump might be out of office? Like you said, we don't know the official results right now. How have students been feeling these last few days as we all wait for final votes to be counted? Students are very anxious right now. Um, we had a staff list or a staff editorial that came out this morning. And, you know, one of the members of eBoard shared that she woke up and checked the, um, <laughs> and checked her phone like five times within 15 minutes um, to see who had won the, you know, who, what the election updates are. I've heard a lot about people doom scrolling uh, through Twitter recently. Um, so people are, are collectively anxious. I feel like, especially with there only being a few states left and, you know, it kind of being neck and neck in a lot of those, um, people are on edge. The tensions and tensions are high, feelings are high right now. Um, so students, yeah, students are a little stressed out. <laughs> Whether or not we have a president-elect by then, Editor's Note will be back next week to break down another developing story. For Student Life Media, I'm Jane Satinstein.